I've always thought it's yeah. bizarre when the guy asks like four different fathers for their blessing. I think it's weird. It is. But like Rachel weird. took it <laughs> so hard. Taking the, shot, <laughs> taking, taking the shotgun approach. He asked all four and then sent someone home. Okay, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast, everyone. This is Mildly Legitimate Conversation Amongst Friends and Lovers about college football and lifestyle uh, and, you know, the Bachelor franchise, loosely. Uh, you can find us on the internet at www.thewheelroute.com. We're at The Wheel Route on Twitter. Wheel Route Podcast at gmail.com is the email address. And you can get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, etc., etc. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I am on Twitter at... Log on the dawn. Um, you know, Twitter. Fun. Fun these days. A lot, going wild, on. a lot going on. Yeah, a lot of things happening. Um, but yeah, I'm in Stewart, Florida. It uh, has been exceedingly nice here. I know you guys are interested in weather updates. I've had a little bit of rain. Uh, but, you know, we're moving, mo- moving right along. Looking forward to a lovely weekend. Maybe uh, steal an hour or two at the beach. Who knows? Hard to say. My name is Jordan Shank. I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where uh, we've we've really hit a roller coaster of weather recently. Uh, Heard this? Well, you know, we've had our wintry mixes, and then uh, the past two days have just been delightful previews of spring. Um, today we got up over sixty degrees, I believe. Ooh, um, sundress so- weather. Yeah, got got me ready for sundresses and just you know throwing darts into greens all over the Shenandoah Valley. <laughs> um, I'm also on Twitter.com at Shank Jordan. Speaking of just like stand up guys on Twitter, shout out yeah, to Max Homa dude. winning winning the Genesis invitation absolutely over the weekend. One of one of the best, honestly, just like the best Twitter followers you can you can add to the timeline. 100%. Doesn't tweet a whole lot. When he does, it's he rarely disappoints. It's either self-deprecation or right. he's he just roasts the hell out of somebody else. Or deprecation, other or other deprecation. Yeah. Who often they've asked for it. Yeah, no, shout out to him. Um, I know sometimes we we make a big thing about athletes that give us access to their life and stuff, but he does like the best job of that. Um. You know, I mean, he's without like giving up a whole lot of like super personal information, I suppose. He, he just does a really nice job of uh, letting us in where he's at, what he's working on, how his golf game's going. He's also like, how old is he? He's a young, he's a young man. And uh, probably around he, our age. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably around our age. Recently married. Just seems like, uh, yeah, he's a great guy. I've, um, I think I was peripherally aware of him from his Twitter activity uh, for a while. And then I know Ryan Rosillo had him on his podcast podcast like probably like a year ago now and he was just just could not have been more delightful yeah. um and i know he has his own he has his own podcast and uh yeah he's a he's a great guy good to see him win on the tour for the second time now right that's right yeah he had uh he'd been playing well uh was was clocking in some top 20s top 10s and this apparently was like he grew up in the same area as this course yeah his fa- it's apparently his favorite course on tour so uh yeah, 
but yeah, like you said, he he seems very much like an open book without being uh, like too much going like or too self-promotional or, or whatever. Right. He's just like very honest and seems kind of normal. It's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, who else is here? Is I Coach E coming oh. in hot from work, you know? Straight from work. Straight you, look, from work. you look tremendous. So oh, a t-shirt yeah. dress. Ooh, girl. Very professional. Am- Amazon, a long cardigan action. Love it. Do I, do I look like I could help some people? Oh, you really do. <laughs> what, what constitutes cardigan weather in, in Stewart, Florida? Uh, my <laughs> office being freezing. Hey. Uh, that'll do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm on the side. So it's like uh, how my hall is. There's like one side of the hall that like faces like the parking lot of the building and they get like direct sun in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And my office faces the corridor. So it's like shady. So by like one o'clock, there's just like a switch that happens in my office. <laughs> and it goes from being oh, just like the perfect temperature to freezing. <laughs> it's awful. My clients complain about it, too. Well, it's nice that it's so cozy in your office. Yes, I do try to make it cozy. And this gives you an opportunity to wear your fall clothes. Exactly. It's out here stunting. The problem is your girl really likes some open-toed shoes. Uh, I don't like to cram my toesy-woesies into, like, closed-toe situation, but my feet get really cold in session. Yeah. Yeah. Your feet are always really cold, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. It's, It's... it's awful. Guys, I put gas in my new car for the oh, first time. Oh, how did it go? Did you figure it out? Did you I find the button? I figured it out. Yep, found the button. Pulled up to the right side, too. <laughs> and went to the new gas station here in Stewart. Ooh, Big day. Everything Tell brand me. new. How was it? Did you go inside? Oh, my God. I did not go inside. You didn't check out the kolache? The, see how no, the kolache is looking had, like? No. Plus, I had my heart set on going across the street and getting a uh, guava tea. Oh. <clears throat> but I will tell you, those new pumps... Great. My God, you get through like 11 gallons of gas so fast. It's uh, amazing. Nice. Unlike some of these old stations you go to where you're like, oh my God, I'm going to be here for like 15 minutes. Right. Yeah. Uh, I had one of those experiences in Okachoba yesterday. It was mm. like the original gas station, I think. Um, <clears throat> there's just a couple guys down there just pumping it with their hands. So so you did not go inside. This new Circle K replaced our old Shell station on the corner. It's been nope. pretty tough for us uh, these past six months or so. They knocked down our old shell station and and they rebuilt in in big fashion because there's a Wawa going in across the street and I think they saw their opportunity they really and, and they need the, yeah the they had to stake there yeah so now we're gonna have like two completely brand new giant like you know what nice gas stations I'll nice just say gas it stations, yeah but uh, when I spent some time in Texas they had Circle K's there tremendous breakfast food selection at Circle K coffee's know. always oh. been pretty good from what I remember at Circle yeah. K's. Yeah, uh, the the original one that was that uh, that was there was not tremendous, but um, you know it was just an old shell station, quasi Circle K. But this thing is this thing is big. It, it would appear you could land a seven forty seven in the parking lot. It's not not small, and then directly across the street is is going to be a wall on us. We're gonna have all kinds of options. Oh yeah, heading yeah. out the neighborhood mm-hmm. to refuel and such. Yep. So. Jordan, you, you got any hot Wawa takes you need to get off your chest? People get pretty pretty antsy about Wawa. No, I like. I think it's fine. Yeah, it it serves a great purpose. It does it well. Um, I like. I I've always been partial to Sheets. Haven't really been been inside of a Sheets in in the last 
pandemic you know, era. <laughs> okay. Since, since the pandemic, probably. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like I, I'm very much just like, I pretty much only get gas at Shell now because I'm, I'm a fancy boy and yeah, my car right. takes premium. So I, I get the, the fancy premium now. Oh, um, you got to get the best one. I've heard anecdotally that that is the best gas to get. If you're going to, if you're going to buy gas, you should buy Shell. Oh, I've, I've researched. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know me right. taking a deep dive, Mr. True, Analytical true. over here. Shout out to Dan McCarron though, who I, I just trust implicitly on, oh, on his yeah. use of cars. Yeah. So I, that's, that's like the good housekeeping stamp of approval right there <laughs> when it comes to car stuff. Shout out to Dan. Yeah, absolutely. Hope LA is treating you well, buddy. Um, all right, well, good. Well, happy to hear that, Emily. Mm -hmm. Only 11 gallons, eh? Yeah. Oh, delightful. Yeah. My truck takes more. It's a real pain these days. And, like, it got me so far. Thanks, Joe Biden. It did. This is Joe Biden's America. And this is the America I, Joe Biden wanted. What I learned about my car... So my Subaru, when it would count down, like, oh, like, 50 miles to empty, like, yeah. that was, like, legit, like, you're not going to have gas in 50 miles. But the RAV4 does is it was saying, like, oh, like, 36 miles to empty, like, 26 miles empty, but my em empty light still hadn't come on. So I think it's, like, miles till your light comes on. I wouldn't, I mean, I don't want to, I don't, I don't know that I would bet push those that, chances, but, yeah. but you know, I, I just I like found that interesting that the light had brand new maybe car. I'm just out here well, doing research. trying to figure Maybe out there is, maybe there is no out. light. Maybe there's no light because you're supposed to be looking at the thing. Yeah. Maybe there is no light because they give you a mile by mile breakdown of how much I'm gas gonna, you I'm going to look it up, you know, I'm going to look it up because. Because usually when there's. Because I feel like there should still at least be like a light or kind of sensor that comes on those like. Hey, it's really bringing empty. this to your attention. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. probably. I but just the car would... talk guys say that you don't want to really get below a quarter tank. So why is it's that enough. vacuum issues in the tank or something? Vacuum issues, but also like keeping your gas tank rather full helps uh, cool the actual fuel pump that's in the tank. Oh. It disperses. Better. Well, I will be sure to do that because, you know, we want to keep this car for a while. Yeah. Unless you want to dive into digging a, a fuel pump out of the tank at some point down know. the road. If that, if that happens, we got we got yeah. 100,000 miles that that could happen. And we're taking that thing right in there <laughs> and being like, hello, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Tis I having some fuel pump issues. OK, cool, cool, cool. Um, what are, is anybody drinking anything fun tonight? Emily continues on 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 sober uh, February. Dry, dry February, feeling great. DF. Skin is glowing. Oh, it really is. Love it, Jordan. <laughs> what are we working with tonight? Tell uh, me. We've got some more of the the illustrious Perrier cans. The skinny, small. Oh. They're like, let me get the ounceage correct. Eight point four. Eight point four five. That's a so small. So you could can. just like hammer five of them and and call it a. Call it a Tuesday. Oh, call it a 40. A 40 of bubbles. Love to see it. Uh, I got a little old-fashioned to go in here. You've been sipping on some old-fashions lately. Yeah, I'm coming, coming around on the... Did the, your uh, uh, gin and tonic ever freeze? It did. It did. Uh, I made a freezer gin and tonic. Shout out to Brooks Cooks on Twitter. Yeah. Um, with his... Uh, with his. The only way I ever want to drink a gin and tonic anymore, I swear. So the, yeah, the frozen G&Ts. I opted to not do the blender method and wanted to do the freezer method. I don't think I put enough water in my GNT and it just never froze. It was in the freezer for two days and it never got slushy. So I Seems drank like some last bad. night with an ice cube 
while I watched, while I struggled through The Bachelor, and um, it was good. And then I noticed today, I, I put a splash of water in there after I emptied it yesterday, and I noticed it was frozen today. Yeah. So. I think I prefer that, that, unless you have like a really good blender, um, I think the freezer method is nice. It kind of makes it like a gin and tonic slushy. It's delightful. Yeah, but like a slushy you need to eat with a spoon. Not if you, you need to be a little more patient. If you like, uh, just okay, let it go. sit in room temperature a little bit. It's like, it's like having one of those like frozen margaritas where it's very much like a slushy. You, you know? don't think that the, that the blender one was like that? No, I think the blender one reminded me more of like, oh, this is a like blended drink, not like a slushy drink, you know? You know how the slushy okay. machines? It's like the ever turning, like um, okay, like, yeah, to keep like a, keep the ice, like it's almost like a cement mixer consistency. Right. Yeah, it's like when you get like a frozen daiquiri or frozen margarita yeah. at like a resort, and, and there's it's different like texture, that texture too. Yes, it like it's like stiff peaks. The blender method peaks. still just kind of like you still get kind of like some crushed ice sensation in there. You don't get like okay a frozen drink necessarily. That's my personal opinion. I'm going to need to see you up early sharpening the blender blades. <laughs> Get the ninja back in fighting shape. Well, you're the one who wants to blend, so you're the one who should sharpen. Everything getting blent is what I say. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, you know, good times. Great old Jordan, also, we bought these. Uh, Emily bought a large ice cube, ice block maker. So okay. I can go with a large square cube in my drinks. It's kind of nice. I do a lot of panic purchasing. Uh, so yeah. this was before our Christmas party, yeah. and I knew people were going to be, like, wanting to make Manhattans or other fancy drinks. And I'm like, I know my friends, and if I do not have, like, the blocks, fancy it's ice. just going to yeah. be. You can't, just be going, you can't be just going handful yeah. of ice like a savage. So I went both, like, got the tray where you can get the blocks, and then I got the, like, the one that you can make the ice balls, too. The balls are nice. Yeah. The balls are nice in the glass because they really roll around well. Yeah. But they melt faster, I think. Yeah. I mean, they're smaller, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm talking thermal it's mass. like, depending on how big the orb is, if you don't pour enough to completely cover it, then you just get meltage, like, on yeah. one hemisphere of it almost. Right. And then yeah. it's lopsided. So then you got to flip it over and pour another drink and, you know. You got an egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. No one wants the, the, the ice egg. It's true. Jordan, any uh, any Rocktown updates? I hear the weather is varied. Um, the bubbly yeah, water is flowing. Balmy weather. Uh, if it doesn't rain this weekend, I might try to play some golf. Uh, assuming assuming the courses aren't completely mudded up. At least get out to the range. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, there you go. That, that's a good goal. Hit yeah. some P rods. Yeah. Other than that, I think it's uh, pretty slow slow moving up here, which is fine. Right. Yeah, that is good, Emily. Um, we we uh, we begun mm-hmm. some, uh, some 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 bathroom work mm-hmm. by making a purchase. Order our vanity. We haven't done any demo yet. Well, you wanted to demo this past weekend. Yeah, I got a little ahead of myself. Yeah, I was actually more surprised with myself because I've been the one more like telling Logan, like you just got to start things, and then once you get the momentum going. But when he told me he wanted to start this weekend, I was like. I know you, you're going to like go in there and do all this demo, but then you'll be frustrated if we have to wait several weeks to yeah. install things like that would drive oh, yeah. you crazy. So you'll just be in there peeing straight down the sewer hole. And you the toilet a goes. Bathroom, but yes. <laughs> Every once in a while though. Yeah, fun, fun <laughs> so I think the plan is like we ordered the vanity cause that's the longest 
wait in terms of getting something in. Probably. And then we'll probably go scope out the new shower insert and new toilet and make sure we have those ready to go. And then maybe you gotta we can go, start demoing I got to give you a weekend. boost up there on the shelf so you can sit on all the toilets and decide mm-hmm. which one you like the most. Yeah. Soft clothes. Mm-hmm. Probably going soft clothes latch so daddy can slam the toilet bowl real hard. It's just no big deal. Yeah. I think it's safe to say we could probably start demo like Sunday. Yeah. Or next weekend. But anyway. Yeah, we'll see. Good times, great oldies. Why yeah. do I keep saying that tonight? I don't know. That's really lame. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's part of your charm, though. Yeah. Um, Jordan, uh, you will be happy to know that I'm going quail hunting this weekend. My guy. So we're going to see how that goes. I'm going to bravely step so into is the that, woods. Is that one of either like a work thing or a family thing, or is it? A miscellaneous. So it's a miscellaneous. Um, friend of the podcast, um, PA Pat. Also the also the plug. If you need prescriptions, no, <laughs> just kidding. Maybe not. I may hit him up. Allegedly, um, he. You know, it's one of those friend friend of a friend things. Guy's got a gun dog. Likes to uh, uh, likes to get out there. And um, gonna be honest, guys really hooking us up. It's a great deal. Um, and we're basically getting to go shoot birds for the cost of the birds. Not really uh, on a guided a guided hunt. Two guys, two shotguns. So um, hopefully we'll shoot twelve quail, um, and, and you know hopefully we'll be dining on some bacon wrapped quail nuggies on Saturday. Wow. Night. Who says no to that? A little yeah, old during, during an ammo shortage too. You guys are oh listen listen I they, you know they they sort of call me war dog around here because I I they. I'm I'm sourcing... this is a real chasing situation. <laughs> yeah, they they've been going. <laughs> Uh, Pat called me War Dog. All right. Okay. I'll have you know. No, shout out to cousin Jack uh, up in Melbourne who um, braved the Academy Sporting Goods store up in Melbourne and bought me some um, some twelve gauge ammo. I'm riding up there tomorrow, I'll say hello to Jack and pick up my ammo. So yeah, yeah. There's none around here though. I, don't, I guess people think that because because. Um, you know the libs are coming to take our guns. That we're gonna sure. we're gonna keep the libs away with birdshot, right? Just gonna sl- yeah. yeah, slightly annoy them with uh, with birdshot to the to the face and ankles. So anyhow, I'm excited. I've never done this. It's been something I've kind of wanted to do. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. I mean, yeah. I you know worst worst come to worst, maybe they got a five stand out there. We can shoot some clays or something too. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I need to I need to figure out what I'm wearing. You know, I gotta plan um. my outfit. Boy, Get your shooting cool. jacket together. Okay, I'm going to not. I wouldn't call it air grievance because that's not what I'm doing. I'm pointing something out yeah. about Logan. Logan <laughs> loves to talk about planning his outfits, but he has a tendency of waiting till the last minute to actually plan it out. So yeah, you probably remember even last week when we were recording, he was all talking about his headshot. He had like prepared and gotten his hair cut, like earlier in the week yeah literally the like afternoon day before headshot i get a text like what should i wear which then you start running into the situation like you work on a construction site and he doesn't have many like nice like button-up shirt options anymore and he recently purged which bless up super grateful but yeah don't seem super grateful this tone doesn't seem no 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 it's just i'm pointing something out it's just like kind of it's interesting like you really like to like put, I do think you put a lot of thought into your outfits and like you like to like, <laughs> you do. And you like to like look 
good and like you like to stuff. also be unique yeah. but yeah. you sometimes so just like podcasters. We do this. Yeah. wait a little too long to like be as maybe unique as you would like to be in his defense though planning the outfit can also take place in your head doesn't doesn't have to manifest itself in the physical. Then why why am I the one planning his outfit the day before the photo? Well, it, it may be that he's got plans in his head, but he wants to run it by your eyes. Yeah, he wants I, to um, opinion. Didn't realize that was such a pain for you. You seem to be enjoying the process. It wasn't pain. I'm just noticing. I'm noticing out loud for as much as you like to talk about your outfits. Like I end up usually being the one to like <laughs> just noticing. I like to I like to have you involved in, in the things that I'm wearing. You know what I think it is? I think I just put my finger on it. Oh, wow. Logan gets his mindset on like an aspect of his outfit. Okay. Like with this wedding coming up, he like picked out the shoes. Like I'm going to wear these shoes. He builds and, it around the cornerstone. He's got the cornerstone. But he's kind of like reliant on like and that's not a bad thing. You kind of rely on me to do the building around the outfit. Yeah, no, I mean I, I like to ask to see what you think. I, I do think, though, that like I, I have limited options at this point, too. So the man I needed, needs to go I, shopping. I needed some feedback. The man needs to go shopping. Well, and you guys are a couple, too. You're rolling up to these things together. He wants to make right. sure he's not like completely clashing with you or or, right. or taking your spotlight, you know? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. your shine is so bright. See how good of a friend I'm being, Logan? No. Look at that. I know. This, this, he's yeah, such this, a good friend. He's going to be so happy you didn't pile up on him with yeah. me. That's this is a rare, yeah. Story. Yeah, the Erica Griffin says for Bree's missed kisses or something. Choosing your shot. That's what yeah. it says. <laughs> I'll, just, yes. I'll just launch into my conspiracy theory again about how he cheated and picked Michelle after reading spoilers. Um, that's not, I, mean. I mean, that didn't happen. You guys can continue to allege that I would do something. Like I mean, that. all of the evidence is not in your favor, but. <laughs> what evidence do you have? Patterns of, of behavior. Don't worry. We'll we'll wait till it gets brought to trial. Okay. <laughs> this isn't the discovery period yet. Uh, all right, cool. Well, successfully have been reganged up upon. Things were going well there for me for yeah. a minute. So yeah, Emily, I, I'll think long and hard about my about my hunting outfit. Okay, I won't ask you a single question. That's more out of my element, so it really is on you. Yeah. Oh, I'm just excited uh, to wear my. I'm excited to wear my <laughs> kickers out there. You know. <laughs> While while we're noticing things out loud, uh, do you guys have any Peloton beef you, you want to air out? I don't necessarily have beef, but let me tell you, Logan made a suggestion that I try out this uh, instructor. I can't say her name. I feel so bad. It's like a very African name. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's very unique. To, I'm yeah, sure, sure unique. she has like a nickname she goes by, but like, wow, her class kicked my like literally my butt hurt so bad when i got off the she bike. does like the like yeah i did the 45 minute hitting hills one with her on friday was it friday mm-hmm. you came home i was dying you were dead that and was this is like, like days the- after logan gave me a big speech about oh yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> a big speech. Because, here we go yeah riding the peloton like it's not that hard for me it's kind of like going on a hike you know you, it's just kind of steady. You might have a bit of a peak. No, I, I do think though, that like, true, it like, is hard, but I don't day, get that out of I breath. came yeah. home, he was dying. Dude, this like, chick, this dead. chick, she looks like a, a like an Olympic sprinter. Like she has like well, that's a good start. Yo- yoked shoulders. Like you, you can tell she does like intense exercise, right? Like yeah. some of these girls and, and dudes, like you get on and like they're in like ambiently good shape, right? Like right. this girl is in like, 
she is built shape like like like, like Serena Williams vibes place. like she yeah. looks like she's just like ready to play ready some to activities. get the starting blocks yes yes, yes. so anyhow yeah good. her she's, class was yeah. really good I mean really I good. similarly I was like I I got my whooped, whooped in that workout it was it was really good she um she makes a lot of like ha! type like attacking noises but she also doesn't mess around she tells yes. you exactly what you yes. need to be doing yes. and I appreciate that, that is the key to the yeah. peloton for cycling the coach needs to clearly identify, like, when to start, what cadence to be at, and what resistance to be at. Because sometimes these people just, like, dawdle and tell you stories. She and then did. all of a sudden they're like, okay, and five, four, three, two, one, good. And you're like, I didn't even know we started. I did think of you, though, Jordan, because it was one point, And it was during a horrible part of the workout. She was, like, counting down from five. Oh, I'm yeah. like, this is not five seconds. Like, mm-hmm. five. Yeah. Four. And you're like, oh, it's, it's my just God. like meanest things. You're like, why are you so? Why do you hate me right now? <laughs> yeah. I think I said that out loud when I was on. You're it. just like that was not five seconds. I was like, she really hates people, doesn't she? Yeah. Anyway, what are your Peloton grievances yeah. this week, Jordan? Well, I think uh, I don't have a ton, and I don't. I wouldn't say that they're major. Um, the two that come to mind. Um, I, I think we kind of talked about in a previous episode, Logan, you're maybe more of a like chooses classes based on the music or the, the theme. Emily slants towards certain instructors from time to time. Mm-hmm. I'm also probably towards like I have favored instructors that I gravitate to. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I like I like to give other people chances from time to time. But I'm just about done with Chase Tucker. Like this oh, guy, no. this guy <laughs> is, is one of the most egregious. Like doesn't do the work with you and just rolls around on the ground and reads the leaderboard. Oh no! And so like, I'm I'm about done with that. Just yeah. can't take it anymore. And you need uh, someone who's in there in the pain with right. you, you know, get in the trench with me, brother. Yes. Or sister. Like let's sit in together. my pit with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing would be the, uh, the stretching classes I take. Uh, I take a lot of Adrian Williams's classes. Okay. Great, great instructor. Love his classes, but this guy's obsession with the damn frog stretch <laughs> I have to get into a frog stretch one more time in the next couple of days. I think I'm going to cry. You got to have those supple, supple hips. Not, yeah, supple not hips. yet. I mean, I'm getting there apparently, but as a, as a guy who was primarily a catcher playing baseball oh. for just like over a decade of my life, um, little stiff down there still. And, uh, <laughs> he he just like the amount of excitement he has for this thing which is clearly not a fun exercise um, <laughs> like so show some sensitivity to those of us who who are just stiff as a as an oak board down down in the hips right now but do you ever do the uh do they ever make you do the stretch that they call the couch stretch do you ever have to do that one it's like kind of like you're on one knee and then you you're supposed to like Almost being like a lunge with your knee on the ground, and then your your the leg that's on the ground behind you is like you lift it up and like put it on the couch or whatever. No, oh, it's off. No, oh, it's off. I'd rather do that than the front stretch. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some some kind of like the half kneeling lunge where you like get your quad and you grab the foot and bring it to your butt type deal. 
but that doesn't yeah. sound quite like the couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's close. Oh, we do it at the gym sometimes. It's terrible. Also, legs up the wall with the uh, when like we have to do like the adductor Ad- switch. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that hurts. hurts me bad. Uh-huh. But I do appreciate like in a lot of these stretching classes, they they are good about telling you like here's where you should be feeling it, and okay. if you're not feeling it or you're feeling <laughs> it somewhere else, then maybe maybe back off. Maybe dial it back a little bit. Um, yeah, that's so good. that's been nice. Mm. Jordan, I just put it in the chat if you want to check out Coach uh uh what her name is now. It's spelled T U N D E. Yeah, Tunde. Okay. Yeah. She's she's a lot of brings a lot of energy to the she's saddle. A, she's awesome. That's important. Right. Highly recommend. Yeah. I'm like I'm loving this Peloton updates. This is great. Yeah. I'm glad we're both experiencing the Peloton app and all that it has yeah. to offer. Uh-huh. We're seeing a lot of different sides of it. I will say, like, after doing the cycling class last night, that, like, just hurt my quads and my butt. I, like... Do you get sore from it? Um, not, not like, a lasting sore, but, like, similar to, like, when I actually ride my road bike. Like, yeah. just that, like, seat soreness. Oh, yeah. But I, I felt fine when I got up this morning, but then... Uh, the coach at our CrossFit gym programmed a mostly like assault bike workout today uh, and push. It was just assault bike and push-ups. I did 160 push-ups. So like, I was like, my quads hate me. Pretty sure I'm going to have T-Rex arms tomorrow. That's fine. It's all worth, NBD, worth it for the gains. I right? did 200 yeah. push-ups in the vest in BD. Oh, look at you. Uh, bulking season. Bulking season. Yeah. Boat muscle season. It's coming up. <laughs> BTC. All right, let's um, let's move on, guys. Yeah. It's bachelor time. All right. Yeah. Only only two more episodes left in this blessed season. I did see that the uh, Bachelorette is uh, set to start filming in New Mexico. Oh, I thought they were going to Canada in the second half of March. Oh, so they don't have a. Location. They don't have. I don't think there's been a Bachelorette named yet. Interesting that they changed location. Well, I wonder why. Probably had to go to New Mexico. I'm sure they have some. Quick question. Right leaning policy. So I heard something and I didn't look into it, so I was wondering if either of you knew it. I, I knew Chris Harrison had backed out of uh the final rose, but is he like taking a back seat more permanently? I don't know that that's been decided or announced, okay. but he I think all he said and I don't know that he's had said anything since is that he is going to be, you know, sort of indefinitely taking some time away and he's definitely not gonna be there for the after Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I I kind of remember it being spun as for a period of time, so kind of like okay those those indefinite suspensions that you hear about in college sports. Gotcha. I think it'll be I think it'll be all right. Yeah. You need to change your notes. What? Change the notes. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can do that. Bam! Look at that. Look at that. All right. Okay. Let's get right to it. Back at the Nema colon. Am I right? You're not wrong. Uh, we had Michelle's hometown date, Emily. First things first. How'd you feel about it? Uh, I mean, I'm just going to say all of the dates were really boring. Yeah, they really felt yeah. like they kind of motored through them. Yeah, it was one of the most boring episodes of The Bachelor I've consumed. It's Yeah. It was long. So and how, I didn't. Like- how do you think it stacked up? Like, because this is the second hometown mm-hmm. episode we've seen in a resort setting where they just kind of like throw stuff together. How do you think it stacked up to Tasha's? 
I still think I think Tasha's was better, even though it was kind of cheesy that like they were trying to replicate the places they lived. I think part of it too is like at least on Tasha's hometowns, I feel like you got to know the guys better, yeah. or like at least get a better impression of where Tasha stood with each of the guys. I don't feel like I gained anything yeah. about the individual women or yeah. their relationship with Matt this week. Yeah, that's fair. And I certainly don't know any more about Matt. Like, oh, that that is one hundred percent true. I feel like Michelle tried. Yeah, it just yeah. Matt doesn't really like just does doesn't bring a whole lot to the table in these situations. No. Just a lot of laughing, a lot of hand like oh, uh, a lot of like, you know. a lot of like not actually responding to what the women say, except to say. Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. Even when it's not appropriate to necessarily say thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that, it's almost like that's his nervous tick and his yeah. space filler. Like, he, thank you for sharing that buys him some time to prepare what's coming next. Yeah. And he's just by default leads with that now because yeah. it sounds good. And he yeah. heard it at a networking event or something. So I want to turn that question back on you, Jordan. How do you feel like it's stacked up against Tisha's season? No, I, I was just curious – uh, I didn't really get a sense of liking one a whole lot more than the other because mm-hmm. we've also like at least in my career in the Bachelor franchise, um, <laughs> we've I've seen episodes also where it is like a legit hometown and yeah. there is much more depth to the well alleged depth to those kind of events. Um, so yeah, but it did it did feel like they were very vanilla events and they didn't really have yes. anything to do with like the actual point of origin geographically or otherwise for any of these women. It was just right. like, here's an activity and we'll talk, but family takes much more of a center stage in the resort setting, which is fine. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which is fine. But like almost makes me think like, I wish maybe we would get a little bit more of the family time then if that's yeah. gonna like yeah. that actually is what's interesting and in i felt like in all four situations we got like a tight five minutes of family talking back and forth and, and listen it, it might just be because like matt gives terrible answers and is says the same thing over and over and they don't want to paint him as being like a, a one-trick pony but uh i don't know it just seemed like like michelle at least gave us a little bit of like I mean, going for a bike ride is not exactly a unique activity to Minnesota. That's fine. We also didn't need to like, you know, play hockey or anything either. Um, but uh, I mean, at least the school thing was like, I thought that was at least like a, a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, and that was a very personal touch. But yes. everything else that we saw on the other three dates was not. No. I will say that of the families, I loved Michelle's family. Like that was oh, yeah. my favorite. I thought her dad was just like oh, a guy bad. I could just sit with and talk with. That man looked full of wisdom. And really I was telling Logan like how Michelle's parents were sitting together on the couch was just so adorable. And Logan's very into They this. like are totally in love. And you could just tell like the way that they like talked about each other or treated one another. It was so cute. And I love that they all played basketball together at the end. The body, I thought that the was body awesome. language police was, was heavily oh, yeah, out last I was, night. I was out. Yeah. <laughs> Which, of course, Logan greeted with some heavy sarcasm. And 
Well, I mean, Emily and I, Emily and I sat on, always sit on the couch together, holding both of our hands because no. we're so in love and <laughs> gazing in each other's eyes. That's how we. I mean, this is how we live. Mm-hmm. Just can't keep my hands off you, baby. Mm-hmm. Your your hands, that is. Okay. I would never objectify your body. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, let's move on to Rachel's date. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a traditional Georgia activity this was, and went skydiving. This was but in... driving a Plymouth Prowler is probably a, a, <laughs> yeah, a traditional cute. Georgia activity. <laughs> that's probably highest yep, concentration. Upper, upper class white Georgia family, you know they rock a Plymouth Prowler. Totally. They got a PT cruiser back in there too. Right. Still. This still was cooking. an exact replica of Tasha's date, hometown date with Colton. They went skydiving? Yeah. And Tasha greeted him. Tasha picked him up in her Jeep. She blindfolded him, uh, drove yeah, crazy wow. to like scare him and freak wow. him out. And then they showed up to Man. skydive. She just didn't face plant at the end. Ooh. Dude, I'm going to be honest with you guys. It was a little bit redeeming. I watched that part like at least three times. Dude, <laughs> and she, was she, giggling. Got, she got whipped into the ground really with, with authority. Yeah, she's not. Uh, she's not built to take tackles. And that's what Matt said. That was Matt, one of Matt's coachisms. She's not built to take that kind of punishment. She's not. A, you know, she's not a three-down running back. She's not a bell cow back. She's more of a third-down running back. Get her in the flat. Get her eyes out on the nickel or something like that. Mm-hmm. Run the wheel off the sideline. Look, she was also strapped to a child, so yeah. there was yeah. that. How, how pumped was, was that dude to get paired with Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> what, and not the 6'4", like, former football player, giant yeah. dude? Well, I was wondering how, like, how they managed that, because Matt's a big dude, and there's, like, there's a weight limit when, when you go up there in tandem of we mm. can't – I mean, I'm sure the guy he got was a pro's pro, to to the nth degree but like i, I, I yeah i remember when i went in orange uh several years back like they had just the way they paired us up was strictly based on weight because of how fast the fall is and and how the shoots are rated and all that stuff so uh, mm. but he landed fine yeah yeah that was a, a lovely land for coach matt mm-hmm yeah, so I mean, what they they went driving, they went skydiving. Rachel face planted on her landing, but you know, <laughs> shout out to the bachelor hair and makeup team. I mean, she's just sitting on the ground, uh, like kind like, of dazed. When, she looks great. She looked. She looked well, great. Well, not when you look at it before. When he first rushes over, like her mouth oh, yeah. is full of grass, her hair <laughs> is just like totally all askew. Oh, God. oh, all askew, and then all of a sudden, like. <laughs> she her hair's perfect they've clearly yeah. already like covered up the like bruises that are beginning to form and it like she looks totally normal i am here for reality tv let right. me see the bruises on your face i just can't believe that she like it. like just absolutely ate the hardest amount of That's fine. into the ground and then was just like sitting there just how old like, is she 22 yeah must be nice she got those supple those supple young this 31 year old body would not rebound oh, like that yeah <laughs> i'd be out for a week at least yeah you took a spill running with the dog a few years ago <laughs> when you were out <laughs> yep emily fell down running with the dog and screamed <laughs> i don't know what happened but i'm not okay that's what, that's what she yelled that was her that was her speech to her brother joseph and i uh, we, well i do know what happened but i still wasn't okay 
question. <laughs> I kind of had a moment where the, the dog pulled. And you know how sometimes when you, your instinct is when your dog pulls to almost kind of like pull back, you know? And so I kind of like did that, but like my body was still going forward. And so like my knee locked up and I just like oh. face planted in the gravel. <laughs> oh, it hurt. Like you and Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's it was so bad. It was so bad because it was like I mean, listen. If you just see someone just bite it into the gravel, it's objectively hilarious. But it's like she was so pitiful and sad and banged her knees on the ground, and then she screamed, "I don't know what happened, but I'm not okay." Which was a classic line, just to like be the first thing that comes out. I was also mouth. like laughing at myself when it happened, like doing the like laughing at yourself but kind of crying. At Luckily. The your brother was freshly oh, yes. an official nurse and travels with like this a was, surgery yeah, pack on Yeah, this was in his like times. Batman phase where yeah. he just like always traveled with like a kit in his car. And, yeah. And, yeah, so we were like, removing gravel from your knee. Uh -huh. that was Didn't stop us from getting these gains in though, you know? Poured some alcohol on it. It's fine. That's right. probably why my knee is messed up. No. So when that happened, did you guys have as ridiculous of a talk as Matt and Rachel did when? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Logan looked deep into my eyes and, and he was there. like, nothing puts life into perspective like when your wife eats. <laughs> 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 it, was great. it was very moving. I looked back and I saw you falling on the asphalt and I was like, that's my baby. And she, she might die today. Yeah. No. No, that actually didn't happen. It was, it was more of Logan and Joseph trying really hard not to laugh at me. But then when I started laughing at myself, it was fine. But yeah. We were laughing with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that speech was ridiculous. <laughs> like, look, like, it's great to show concern for somebody. But like the whole like, wow, nothing more like puts things into perspective. And when you see someone you care about, like, you know. How do you say Receiving it? Receiving like, blunt force trauma. Well, no, he said it as like getting scraped, banged and scraped up a bit. And you're like, oh my gosh. Well, he basically yeah. launched into like, like, I thought you, I might not see you again after that. Like, I thought, you, lose were, you. I thought you were going to die. And like. The 12 year old you were strapped to was going to smother you with his hulking body. <laughs> so much more. Now, contrast that to when rachel is telling her mom about what happened and her mom's just like smiling the whole time like no way no way oh my god okay I like mean, just so she undersold it a little bit a little but still it was just hilarious. mom looks like she may have been a couple of rosés in also you never yeah. know hard to say i don't know if she's a real she looked more like a just cheap chardonnay drinker oh. Oh, cheap white wine room Definitely temperature too, not appropriate not appropriately chilled <laughs> Either not appropriately chilled or she puts ice cubes in it. Everyone knows white wine with ice cubes is a drink of true ballers. So, yeah, so watch, watch who summer. you include in that slayer. <laughs> Three years running, drink of the summer, white wine with ice cubes. Speaking of Rachel's family, what were the impressions, boys? I mean, oh. given what I know about them going into this, I, I was not terribly surprised by her dad's general hair situation and look and shirt and shirt. approach. <laughs> the shirt especially. <laughs> Nothing says proud two-time Donald Trump, back-to-back -back Donald Trump voter like that shirt. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, whatever. I mean, I, I, I don't want to do the thing where it's just like, I think only negative thoughts about Rachel because of, of that situation, it's hard a little bit not to, I suppose. But um, I mean, her it was it was boring though. Like oh, yeah. her dad just did the things. Like, well, man, how how can you love someone when you're dating two other people? <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. <laughs> you Good talk, dog. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so 
don't know, Jordan. Do you have any? Did you have any takes to get off on on the fam? No, not really. I mean, like you said, they they were not surprising. They shattered no stereotypes. Um, <laughs> like yeah, the uh, I think I texted you guys while it was happening, but Ra- Rachel's dad's just whole like white knuckle the dark beer and and kind of slouch the whole evening but he also mixed in a cocktail too so he was really taking so, advantage of, of, of like, uh, he was like rifling through the stir straw yeah he was doing like the, the grasp at the straw with the the wide open mouth like ah. <laughs> <laughs> be impossible to look cool while doing that yes right yeah. so uh hmm. yeah matt like the one one or two cutaways they did to Matt while he was just kind of sitting there with the family he didn't seem uh too welcomed maybe is the right way to approach it and maybe that's mm-hmm. just the way they cut it too but yeah who knows yeah i feel like out of all of the families the family that was most welcoming of Matt was Michelle's family oh yeah yeah, Michelle's dad's just seemed he seemed just like super chill with the process, and pretty her mom wise. So nice. so nice. And she bodied Matt on the block too. She yeah. put him on stage. Oh, her mom seems like one of those like old generation PE teachers before like PE teachers got weird and yeah. super into fitness. But like this lady <laughs> played basketball and is just like a a motherly slash grandmother figure to all yeah. the kids she teaches. Like yeah. this, like a like a Miss Coslo type. I also yes. have a theory that her mom might be like a therapist or psychologist or something because uh, she said something at one point of like, "Yeah, I'm analyzing like your body language or something like that," and like Michelle was like, "Stop!" and it made me think like, yeah. "Oh, this is a therapist mom." Like the whole like, "Oh, I'm analyzing things," joke. Bringing so the office home, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Anyway. Classic therapist joke always uh-huh. lands with the therapists. You really know. does. Okay. Oh, we should note yeah. Rachel went into her hometown like very, very confident. Like one of the things she told her dad was like, "Like I know I'm different than the other girls, and I, well, uh, yes, yeah." And then she's like <laughs> determined that uh, Matt is going to ask her father's what for his blessing. Oh yeah, and. Uh, Matt, that was one of the first things he addressed, like after their date, like sitting on the front porch, was that he wasn't just going to check a box with Rachel's dad, especially like while he's still visiting three other families, which I thought was a great point. I've always thought it's yeah. bizarre when the guy asks like four different fathers for their blessing. I think it's weird. It is. But like very Rachel weird. took it <laughs> so hard. Taking the shotgun approach. He asked all four and then sent someone home. But Rachel <laughs> took it so hard. Yeah. I was like, okay, girl, calm down. Yeah. Yeah, her uh, her youthful naivete is starting to show in some areas. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling it's going to come out full force next week based on previews. But Yeah, it would appear. All right, moving to on. Say. Okay, moving on. We have Bree. Um, shout out to Bree. I love Bree. Gorgeous Bree. She's beautiful. Also, if you've not checked out Bree's Instagram, Bree's got hot friends too. Oh, so, who could have yeah. guessed it? <laughs> Usually, know. these girls don't just run around with freaking. You know, yeah. there's some people who like <laughs> they, just, they, just, <laughs> they want to be the hot girl and they pick some. I decided not to finish friends. that. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I had some words on the tip of my tongue, but 
Look at us showing ref- restraint, wow. Logan. Yeah. Unless she's like the type that is like clearly farthest away, the hottest in her, uh-huh. her wolf pack. But I don't think she's, she's the carry. But she doesn't she, strike me as that type. I mean, her friend Brie was friends. cute. Oh, Lord. Like, if Matt James had access just to like Bree's Instagram account, like, there's no reason to say no. Like, you're already getting like a great package in front of you. And then you check out her Instagram and can see all the things she enjoys and her group of hot friends that you can hook Tyler C up with. I mean, oh, wow. Man. Which could be a slippery slope. If Tyler she, she, doesn't have, boy. she doesn't have a job anymore, though. So, you know, that's a, that's a step down. Sorry, Brie. Yeah. Hmm. But she did it for love. Parlor's probably hiring. <laughs> they could use some diversity over there. Stop. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, so it was kind of funny. Brie did a good, <laughs> Brie did a good job. And uh, took Matt off-roading. Matt did a good job of pretending to be super scared of the off-roading that they did. I mean, like, this was a big part of Bree's life growing up, off-roading. She, like, she said I, for one, don't believe that. Choked but, back but, laughter but. as she was saying it. <laughs> so right. Kudos to her for being a good sport. I think she just wanted to turn the tables on Matt since Matt flipped her off a four-wheeler on the first episode. She did story. a good job, though. Yeah. Like, she was driving pretty confidently. I mean, who's... If this? she was the one driving the whole time. Bingo. All right. Um... We get to meet her mom, who we found out is, like, super young, right? Well, we learned that. Like, didn't she say her mom had her when she was 13? Yeah. Or 14, something like I think that. it was 13. Early Because I remember being alarmed. Yeah. yeah. How old is Bree? I did the math. 24. Bree's 23. 20, yeah, 24. So her mom's 37. Her mom's, like, Dave Deacon's age. Yeah. That is crazy. I mean, that's just, can I mean, you imagine, like, Can you imagine Dave Deacon's with eight? 24-year-old daughter. No. College graduate. That would be really creepy, too. Love you, no. Dave, but that would be really <laughs> no, creepy. No, I couldn't. But, but shout out to her mom, who came off like, I mean, this lady was this lady was a superstar. Oh, she yes. really she owned She owned her time. She really did. She was great. Remember when um, Ben uh, from last season oh. brought his sister and family friend in, and the family friend was a lady who had formerly been on Top Chef. We all kind of recognized her. But um, I feel like Bree's mom was like what that girl was going for. Mm, yeah. yeah. With her like, uh, you she know, executed ultimate confidence and like asides and, and, and just like uh, wisdom and, and such. So what I appreciated is where you typically get the like, from all the other families, like, oh, like, he's still seeing, like, three other women. I don't know. Bree's mom had such a great approach to that. She was like, okay, so the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to get your heart broken. And if that happens, you'll be okay. Like, you've got a straight shooter, Bree's mom. Yeah. Yeah, I loved that. So instead of it being a reason to, like, be cautious or, like, don't get your hopes up, it was like, no, get your hopes up, like pursue something that you want and like deal with the aftermath if there's aftermath to deal with. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. No, I do like that's well, a, yeah. a refreshing take. Instead of like the ultimate like, you never know. Oh, you have to be careful. Oh, this is crazy. Like, of course it's crazy. It's the I mean, come on, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like the Look, the answer to most things in life is this is gonna go one of two ways. Yeah. It's either gonna go really well or it's not. And guess what? Either way, you're probably going to be okay. Like, you're going to make it. Yeah. yeah. You'll you'll yeah. live beyond it. 
Love it, Emily. Such wisdom. You know what? I need to say things this bluntly on the podcast because sometimes I have to use a little bit more uh, tact when saying it in <laughs> sessions. So, yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, so uh, Matt did his usual thing where he just was like, I just really like how smart and confident and, and open-minded your daughter is. Um, and that was about it. Yeah, it's like he wrote he wrote three bullet points for each lady and memorized yeah. them. And two of them were smart and open-minded yeah. for every person. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's fine. Yeah. And last, certainly not least, Serena P's Canada date. Serena P has looked increasingly tinier in every episode of this show. I don't know if maybe we're just seeing more of Serena Peace we can actually see, or we, we see more of her like next to Matt. Next to Matt she yeah. is impressively tiny. Yeah. Like a very small person. Yeah. Um, she did a jump hug. I made a tantric yoga joke <laughs> during the jump hug. So well let, done, let's I'm not, sure. let's not, yeah, very on the nose, if you will. Right. And um, yeah, they, they did a Canada date. It was cute. Look, I love a good poutine, and I'm not a gravy person, but, like, that poutine looked disgusting. Like, it I would not cold. have. Uh-huh. It, it looked cold, yes. Uh-huh. Gelatinous. Ugh. The gravy and the curds. I like a good poutine. I do, too. But. Where do you think you can get a good poutine here in Martin County, Florida? You can't. <laughs> Get you don't like think a seafood like, poutine? I'm surprised because there's like Canadians that come down here and stay. Look, I'm surprised I'm pretty sure like they've ordered outpost. a poutine somewhere. I oh, where. oh, oh, castaways. Yeah, it was me. It was oh, fine. We didn't order it. We got it for free. Yes. It. We're in with the owner. It, yeah, it wasn't good. I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. It was fine, but it wasn't good. It was fine, good, great. All right. That was fine. Fair. Okay, good talk on the Poutine and Castaways. Castaways, though, one of my favorite local spots. It is one of your favorite local spots. Is it one of yours? TBD. TBD? We've been there like 10 times. Yeah, so maybe it's not. <laughs> so I would say it's not. It's, it's, again, one of those places, like, it's fine, but I wouldn't necessarily say I get, like, a craving for anything else oh, there. Interesting. I haven't, like, found the dish that speaks to me there. Oh, mm. that's Whereas you know, there's other places where you're like, I know I want to go here, and this is what I want to order. I don't have that. The fried chicken sandwich is great. The wings are really good. I mean, and they probably have the best beer selection of any restaurant. They do have the best beer selection. Yeah, I'll give them that. I'm talking rotating taps for days, brother. It is a place I usually want to go to. Knobs on the wall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You like to you like to get a flight. I do. I do like. Emily loves a good flight. There's one thing. Like to change things up. I'm talking sours. Multi browns. Well, I don't like multi browns. Ambers. I do like ambers. Uh huh. All right. So Serena was in Canada land. Um, listen, Serena is very nice. She's yeah. like exceedingly nice. Very she Canadian. She's very fun too. Yeah. She's she seems like playful, yep. but like, I don't know. It's very obvious that they're friends, not lovers. I'll put it that way. Like, Which so, seemed to be a, a surprise to Mr. James during yeah. during the proceedings. I mean, yeah. I don't know if he thinks that like because these people are in the top four, like they're all just like, mm, that's my man. But uh, <laughs> he seemed a little surprised at how things sort of shook out. But anyhow, 
Yeah. She got the most. She she had the she went last, so therefore she had the worst. Uh, yeah. The worst of the hometown edits. I kind of want to turn this actually. I feel like I don't know why, but I feel like Jordan is going to have a really great summary of the family family time. I'd really love to hear this from your perspective, Jordan. Well, I think like they they seemed the most. I don't want to say skeptical. I think Rachel's family seemed the most skeptical, <laughs> yeah. for obvious reasons, perhaps. But um, they kind of seemed the least willing to like engage with all possible outcomes, and like, all right, let's really talk about like what could happen. And it was just kind of like, hmm. Are are you sure? Like, are you sure, Matt? Are you sure, Serena? Shout out mm -hmm. to Serena's sister for just like really putting it out there and and being an honest sibling, um, which uh, I was surprised to see, honestly, because mm -hmm. we don't you don't see a lot of that on this show. At least I yeah. haven't of of siblings just being like, nope, you're you're missing it and you don't see it right now, but you will. And it's it's better that you see it now or sooner yeah. than later. Um, so shout out to the sister there. Um, and then her like, sister, the sister got her own ITM. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like Jared said, she's hot enough to get the, her own <laughs> ITM. Um, but it was like, and it was funny, which he also caught the like exit where the sister was kind of like good luck, man, whatever happened. Yeah. Like, but, but she kind of knew what was going to happen in terms of uh, old Serena and how that was going to go. So, uh, it, yeah. It reminded me actually a lot of like my relationship with my mom where like she's like super kind and sweet like someone like Michelle's mom, but she's also going to tell you like how like the whole like I know you, something's off or something's missing. What is it? Like that's totally my mom. And like, even if you're not intending to cry about something, it's just like, she just happens to ask the perfect question that just opens the floodgates. And next thing you know, you're bawling and you're like, you're right. I've had this anxiety about this. And it's like, I was like, oh, this is a very, the Serena with her mom moment. I was like, this is very familiar to me. Well, and, and Serena like pretty much sealed it up when she was like on paper, Oh, he's everything that I that's that I want, which is like, right all right. So that means you don't like him. That just means that yeah. like he is a likable guy. That doesn't mean you. He's a like good him. guy, right? Yeah, it's one of those things. Like someone can be a great person and just don't have the spark. You know, you're not in love with them, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, it doesn't make them unlovable. Yeah. Well, not well and she seemed pretty frustrated that she couldn't like put a finger on it. Which yeah. is is a reasonable frustration for sure. sure, especially if you're the one who has to communicate that to the other yeah. person, and there's like nothing specific to communicate yeah. necessarily. Mm -hmm. So, those are some of the hardest conversations <laughs> to have. Yeah, yeah. So as we're alluding to, there's eventually another talk with Serena. Like Matt talks to Chris before the rose ceremony, and and. Like Chris was asking him, like, oh, like, how are you feeling going into this? And he's like, well, it's just Serena P, man. He's like, I just don't know where her head's at. So um, they cut it together. So, like, they do the montage of all the girls getting ready for the, 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 the rose ceremony. And then they cut, like, to Matt going to talk to Serena. And, like, 
they really make it seem like Serena was like not like this didn't happen like hours and hours before the no, rose ceremony. Like, like right before, apparently. They made it seem like it happened right before the rose ceremony. Like she was like steadfastly refusing to get ready for. Like she had uh, just been which is like all day. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is like I would think a little unfair. I mean, I doubt it's true. But that that all said, long story short, Serena kind of gives like a sort of rambling and sad speech um, to Matt about uh, basically uh, basically it's you're not, not you, it's you're me. not my person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're. I don't. It was kind of like she let him down. She built it up, and then she's like, "I just don't think you're my person." It's like, "Whoa, whoa!" Yeah. Like that's a pretty serious, like not just like I have a lot of reservations, and I just don't know if I can keep up with it. Like some girls really try to soften it. She actually like kind of, kind of said what she needed to say there. It was reminiscent the of the Serena telling Matt, like, "Oh, you were a weird kid, huh?" Like with the turtle thing. Oh yeah. Like she's always just said it how it is, which yeah, I think yeah. is one of the reasons she's so likable. Like even after the tantric yoga, she's like, "I didn't like it," and that's how. And I think that's one of the reasons he's attracted to her is she does seem He loves girls authentic. who tell him things. Yeah. <laughs> so but he can I, reciprocate and say, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I would also say, like, I don't think I realized Matt was as into Serena. Yeah. That caught me by surprise. So, it reminded me of Well, no, I, I was just going to say, because he did get kind of blubbery in his ITM after the breakup happened or whatever. I interpreted that more as like, he's now very afraid that that happens with somebody else that he likes a lot more than Mm -hmm. he is upset that it happened with Serena. Because honestly, I thought like when Serena and him kind of got done talking, they both looked kind of relieved almost they're like whew now like now that's like okay we can still laugh and joke a little bit like they weren't they didn't seem that tore up about it i didn't think i thought he was pretty sad i did too i actually was reading it a little differently where i kind of read it as like and he even said something along these lines of like these are conversations i usually like run away from and you could kind of see it in that moment like he looked really sad and it looked like he didn't want to be in that conversation anymore. Like you could kind of see him try to smile for a second. And then it like, you could tell it was hard for him to smile. Not the opposite of like, Oh, I shouldn't be smiling. Cause she broke up with me kind of thing. Yeah. I, I do think he likes Rachel better. And I could see what you're saying about, I think it made it real. Like, Oh, like what mm-hmm. if I'm into people more than they're into me? Yeah. But like, I will tell you, it reminded me a lot of, it didn't go to this extreme, but it reminded me a lot of Cassie where like, it didn't seem like Colton was as into Cassie as he was. Like he seemed so much more into like Hannah, Hmm. but then like in the moment where it was you, it was always you. Yeah. I was almost kind of getting that from Matt. Just like how Chris brought up, like you've adored Serena since the beginning and Matt telling her like, you're the one I've spent the most time with and that's intentional. I was like surprised. again like it's not the cassie level where it was enough for him to be like i don't want to do this anymore but i it does make me wonder if he was planning on sending someone else home interesting anyway wow because one of the other things was like i i do kind of wonder if he would have sent brie home because he doesn't ever return like Bree's 
feelings. Yeah, this is true. It's a lot of the like, just smile through it and give her a kiss, but there's no, I'm falling for you. Or like, I have this strong connection. There's no like, there's She's not so much sorry. validation from Matt in regards to his relationship with Brie. Yeah. Especially in comparison to the other two that are remaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. All around. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like overly thrilled. I just, this has just been a boring season. I it feel has like. been a boring yeah. season. So. Yeah. All right, so we get to move on. Although, speaking of things that aren't boring, we get uh, Will We Tell All next week. We do. That's going to be spicy. I'm ready for that. Um, I saw Chelsea with the Slim Shady hair. Did you see that? No. She bleached her hair. Oh, the Mama DDK look. Yes. She's had it bleached for a while. I forgot. And I see our sweet friend Victoria is back of blubbering. Matt's got a crazy. No, it's gonna be March next week. Matt looks like Malcolm Jenkins in that. uh... He really does. That's a great. That's a great point. Um, Go ahead, Emily. What was I going ahead with? Oh, I am kind of interested based on the previews. I'm almost getting like Madison vibes a bit from Rachel, just like between the like you didn't ask for my father's blessing. Oh, I think they're going to make her go last in the fantasy suite. So she's going to be freaking out. Mm. And like, I'm really we interested. Got zero, we got zero of their date. Yeah. And yeah, we, we just got zero. her like, I just don't know if I can do this anymore. So it might be intentional that they didn't show us yeah. any of her date. Yeah. Then we also get Matt breaking down. So like, I do kind of wonder if it's going to be Yo, like old a buddy, Madison old buddy looks like he like, is in a rough spot in that. Yeah. Kind of- yeah, not doing so good, Chris. Which I could see if, like, Serena, <laughs> if she was one of his front runners and she left, and then if Rachel decides, like, oh, that she's really upset because he, you know, had an overnight with two other women, I could definitely see him losing it and breaking down. So I yeah. need her to watch. I definitely think that she goes last. Because they know, the double, they know that the they have, like, hard, a really but... strong connection, and then, like, her whole anxiety, they're just going to play into that. It's going to be great. And we're going to get a lot of the awkward shots and like, the girl comes back from the overnight. Yeah. And it's like, it looks great. It's so good. We stayed up all night. I'm so tired. Finally, just, like, you know, let go of all that sexual tension that existed between us. It's wonderful. But, like, honestly, it was just, like, aside from, like, the 17 times that we had sex, it was, like, really great just to connect on a different mm-hmm. level, you know? Just to get to talk to him. Because we but never like, have a chance to talk, just to talk. Yeah, just more time. Like, I've always said, like, I needed more time, and I got it. I finally got it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Chris. So gross. At the Nema colon. All right, so... Uh... At the Nema colon. <laughs> we will... This rose ceremony, so we've got like Michelle, Bree, and Rachel all going on to the next level. Uh, of course, Matt. he was doing okay. Here's one thing I'll say: he was doing all kinds of mouth stuff when he was giving the rose to Bree, <laughs> but like the like positive mouth stuff he does, like he bites his lower lip when he's like <laughs> not into something. I was stressing <laughs> Sorry, out so hard during this whole episode because I remember you had said stuff. Like you have his nonverbal cues nailed as far as positive negative, and I couldn't remember what they were. So whenever I, <laughs> I would see him do 
those like the the lip bites or, or the jaw movements or stuff i'd be like wait is this a good one or is this a bad one i can't remember although he gave a bad one during michelle's date and yeah. remember we were both like uh-oh i think it was when she told him that she was falling for him and yeah. he bit his lower lip and then didn't say anything and just kissed her and i was like oh no michelle but Bree, when he gave her the rose at the rose ceremony he so the thing he does when he's really oh, into so he something. Oh, so was just thinking about the fantasy suite then. <laughs> and that's why oh, yeah. he was doing the positive. He, he like, I focus. think what he's doing is he's licking his teeth, but it forces his lower lip and jaw out. And so, yeah, when you see that, that's usually a good sign. Like, girl. Like, jutting it out. It's <laughs> if you guys could see Emily trying to do this right now, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, girl. I do it pretty well. Um... Okay, so our new segment, I like to call, There Are No Dumb Questions Unless It's a Dumb Question. Uh, this week came from that, no surprise there, directed at Michelle. And the question was, how important is it to you that someone is on that same level with you about your kids? Oh. Dumb yeah. question. That, I, I literally was like, what kind of question is that, Matt? What, like, yeah, what kind of purpose does that serve? No. Like, she literally incorporated her classroom into your date. That should be your answer. Yeah. So, dumb so, questions tonight. So just to be sure, right. how important are your kids and me liking your kids? Like, if I, let's say I hated your kids. Yeah. Would that be an issue for our what relationship? If actually, I was for a school voucher system and for you getting your job eliminated <laughs> so that rich people could get better education for their kids. How would you feel? <laughs> <laughs> oh yikes um logan already mentioned one of our coachisms of the night but the best coachism and i literally coachism. like uh kind of paused she made me stop talking me. she was like stop making jokes i knew i had to get this i need to write this down word for word yeah the quote is tonight i want to reiterate what it means when i offer you a rose and what comes with accepting that rose is accepting what comes with being here for me that's engagement. I want you all to think long and hard about that commitment before you accept a rose tonight. <laughs> Seriously, like it's like addressing a team at all times. It's so funny. Yeah, that, he, that was the the coach, like the middle school basketball coach version of that is when you put on this uniform, son. Yes. You represent the name on the front of your jersey, not the one on the back, because there's not one on the back because we can't afford it. But when you put it on that jersey. You better, you better think long and hard about how you represent the school and your classmates when you go out and the there and whip the <laughs> out of Jay Frank Hilliard tonight. Yes, yes. The, the blue streaks yes. that went before you, the blue streaks that are going to come after you, they're going to be looking up to you for guidance. As a former Joe Gitchell Award winner from the Harrisonburg oh, City uh, you know, Public Sports, um, I have a thing or two about character. Um... <laughs> I'm Luke P's new character coach, actually. Oh, excellent. All right, what's the score update here? Oh, Emily. So Jordan did a mean thing, and he not did a not mean thing. Not a mean thing. He it didn't was want well to give intentioned. away. He didn't want to give away that Serena sent herself home, so he didn't give you the points for Serena uh, sent home. You, you need to. You, you were up to... by twenty, Emily. We are tied. Going and now in. I'm out of the game. And Emily's out of the yeah. game. So unless Michelle, three for three with women unless Michelle absolutely bombs. And sends himself home before 
That... Look, maybe it just ends up being Bree and Rachel. Ugh. Wow. <laughs> what a time. Team Jordan could make could mount on Valley and come back here. Yeah, with which is like, like the easiest decision in the history of the world, but he I hope for Bree's sake <laughs> he wouldn't make that decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had a weird statement put out by Matt on his Instagram today. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that. Um not well not weird necessarily, but Interesting timing. Yeah. Odd timing. Um, no, for sure. So, I mean, listen, it's it's pretty clear that any relationship that has begun and has been constructed under these bizarre terms is going to be facing some issues from the get-go. Well, so, are we... I would expect so, that. Well, I was just, too. like, kind of while we were uh, messaging about that earlier today... I got to thinking like that's one of the most wild things about the structure of this show is they're still like locked down from all phone and, and outside communication. And so, so it's like, you just know this person, the version of this person that is on this that's show. Beautiful. And right. it's like, if I'm dating somebody, I want to know, like, I want to see their social media activity. Mm-hmm. Like not cause I'm a weirdo, but just like that informs me about yes. some of their personality aspects and like it yep. it's more real life than like okay here's we just have like a a 10 week job interview and as long as you pass that then you get the position type deal it's wild yeah, yeah. yep yep yeah i would agree so it seems like we are all probably on the same page in regards to our speculation which is that he probably picks rachel I would guess. Okay, I have I have two theories about why the timing. So one is that he picks Rachel, and the next two episodes, given what we know, are going to be really uncomfortable for viewers or three episodes because he does pick Rachel or their relationship progresses. So he's trying to get ahead of it. There's three episodes, and, and the statement suggests that if he did pick her, they're probably no longer together. Because he made a real point to bring up, like, Things like I don't have a privilege to, like, know these things. Yeah. Like, you know. Please, the there was, thing- like, a, a veiled, please forgive me, <laughs> for I knew not what I did. <laughs> yes. The other speculation is, that. even if he didn't pick for people, <laughs> there might have been, like, a lot of vocal... Uh, maybe backlash the past two episodes. Like, again, given what we know now of people just, like, maybe coming down really hard on Rachel. Like, oh, it's just so hard to watch now that we know what we know or people sending to her DMs. So maybe he, like, picked this timing as, like, a, hey, it's only going to get kind of worse from here. Or, like, (laughs) you're still going to see her. So just keep in mind, like, these are all things that have just now come to light and, like, maybe a way of trying to put things into perspective so people aren't being so, like, mean or like hard on him or hard on the show as if like they knew these things then that they just didn't know i don't know so those are two of my speculations yeah i i also think like he probably either wanted slash had to wait for rachel to put her thing out yeah first because like we didn't hear from rachel for a, a while and then she finally said something so it felt like that shoe had to drop before Matt said anything. Um, yeah. And then also, like, 
I imagine just like red tape wise, there's a lot of channels you have to run through of like, what can I say about a contestant who's still live in the show type deal? Like, cause he, he was very outspoken about his disappointment in Chris and like what that meant to him and, and all that stuff in the statement, but the statement didn't really like expound on the Rachel part of it. Um, yes. And I, so I'm, I'm assuming that part of that at least has to deal with the NDA and, and all the legalese associated with the contracts and involvement in being the bachelor. Because he's definitely, definitely dealing with more red tape than even the contestants. Yeah. Um, the other icky thing, I didn't see it. If it was on Instagram, it was either a story or it was a post that she took down or it's on another media stream that like, I don't follow her on. Not that I follow her, but you know, check in. Um, apparently she like posted a picture of her, like it was kind of like a super cutesy influencer picture of like drinking a matcha tea and like sitting outside while drinking or while reading. Um, what is that book? Uh, like conversations with a black man. Okay. Isn't that the book that what's his name? So she pulled, she pulled a LeBron in which she like staged a, a book that she was yes. clearly not reading in a, yeah. in a photo. Yeah. So Don't just kind of like, little, like that. A little icky, like read Scarface every uh, when he goes zero dark thirty. He always reads Scarface when he's on the bus. It's yeah. good. I was just gonna say it's just kind of a little like icky, like look at me and what I'm doing oh, versus yeah, very performative type yes. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Again, I didn't see it. If it was on Instagram, it's not on there any longer. But probably <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. The parlor jokes—they just keep hitting. They keep hitting. Yeah. Keep hitting. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I, yeah, I, I don't want to, like, I can empathize with the fact that I'm, I, not, a, maybe not empathize, but I, I feel bad a little bit that Rachel probably is just, like, receiving an insane onslaught. Oh, um, sure. Of, like, just probably very harsh and, and, and hateful, um, you know, yeah. criticism. Not totally unearned, but, like, that still sucks, and I, I, um, I just don't, I don't really know, like, how there's this, I point, think your point, Emily, though, like, I don't know how this, like, gets better. Right, because there's a point, like, look, like, to your point, too, like, it, it's not necessarily unearned, but there's also a point, like, how do you want to describe it? Okay, I'm going to use, like, a metaphor. Like, if you think of a child, and you just keep telling them, like, what they're doing wrong, and you just, like, never let up about it, like, eventually, they're just going to stop trying, right. and it's just going to kind of become noise to them. And so, even though, again, it's not necessarily unearned on her part it just like doesn't help when people are like really taking it to an extreme um and just like bullying or threatening with it like no one is gonna learn that way so yeah yeah Yeah. again she could be conducting herself a lot better there's it's just a bad look when you make it a performative but anyway yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, like, she could definitely benefit from some guidance and some wisdom about, like, hey, maybe let's just, like, let's just not post for a while, you know? Like, you don't have to post. Classic classic joke we make all the time. Never tweet, right? But, like, there's a lot of truth and wisdom in that as well. Um, right. and, and at the same time, like, given 
the the system she grew up in she may not have a lot of great advice around her that's close to her mm-hmm. so she she could honest to god be trying to get this right and just not really have the mechanisms around her i hope that's not the case i hope right. she does have people who can speak wisdom and things of that nature into her life but um yeah sometimes we don't always have the best setup it right in front yes. of us for these things I just, yeah, I think the thing that I come back to, and Emily, we, we talked about this a little bit when we were talking about it last week, but like there, I'm not the one to set the line on any of this stuff clearly, but I do think that sometimes we lump all things in under the umbrella of the worst thing. Mm-hmm. And just because something is a bad look doesn't mean that you're a bad person exactly. or that yeah. you have, or that any of your, or that that particular bad look has anything to do with your other bad looks or bad right. actions. However, you built yourself this sort of uh, bed and you got to lie in it right. at this point. So maybe avoid, Jordan, to your point, maybe avoid any looks until you can get the bad looks under control. Um, but I do wish people had a little bit more grace in general for like, oof, that was that was a bad look. That might be dumb, but being dumb isn't a, a crime to the degree that being, say, racist is. You know what I'm right. saying? And like, I, I, I just want to, I just, I think that... Um, like I said, I'm not the one to set the uh, the barometer or the line on, on where those two things intersect. But um, I just try to, like, you know, the jokes are funny, right? Let, let's get the jokes off. Like, you know, it, it is funny to make the parlor jokes and, and that stuff. I feel like that it's fairly harmless. But um, I'm just saying, like, I'm sure she's I'm sure she's deep in it right now. So anyway. All right. Well, she, she, I mean, she definitely wins. It just—it definitely seems that. Unless they've been just baiting us this whole time, and she sends herself home. But sweet Michelle wins. Yeah. Or Brie, I'd be happy with Michelle or Brie. Michelle and Brie is the top two. Emily, this show doesn't care about you. I know That's it doesn't. That's the thing. It doesn't care about your feelings, just like Rachel doesn't. Right. No. Unfortunate. All right. Honestly, like I would prefer him to—I don't want to say him to pick Rachel and then get gutted, but like. It would make for some good content. This is tremendous this is content. Yes. <laughs> you could show up in Paradise. Abs, Sheening, Revenge Body on Fleek. Oh, Matt in Paradise. Cast he might have down Paradise because like, Tyler turned it down. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. Tyler's not been on Paradise and that doesn't really intend to go. He doesn't that, need to go. That's been confirmed? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see, indeed. All right. All right, so back to the score update. Emily and Logan tied at fifteen eighty-five. Jordan um, at eleven ninety-five, needing a big week out of uh, out of Bree. Bree's gonna have to do a lot. Do <laughs> do the most. We're we're talking numerous. I'm following for use, and I think I'm in love with you. And uh, maybe she could reference the journey like you know, handful of times. That would be helpful too. So. And maybe if she could uh, just fight Rachel and put her ooh, in the hospital. There we go. There we go. Hospital trip, crying. A lot of crying. Yeah. Um, I think that's it, man. I think that's all we got. We got Women Tell All next week. We'll see if we need to talk about it. No, there's no scoring opportunities in Women Tell All. No, but it's still worth watching. Oh, it'll be worth watching. There'll be things to talk about. Prepare to be pretty disappointed in that. Um, All right, cool. Any, Any final words, Emily? Any final words? All right. Uh, Thank you, guys. For joining us here on the Wheel Route Podcast. Great times. 
Good oldies. You want to say it? All right. No, didn't want to say it. Uh, We're at the wheelroute on Twitter. Wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com is the email address. Thewheelroute.com. That's the website. You can stream the show there or you can get it from your favorite podcast acquisition service. I love you guys. Go Gators. Go Hoos. May the roses ever be in your favorite, boys.